All right. So the Mishnah says, If a guy lights a candle, Mishtamish la'ayra Yisrael. Yisrael can use it. Bimbishil Yisrael, Aser. However, if he, the guy lights it for the Yisrael, it's Aser. So what we're saying here is that you cannot, even though a guy, right, we learned in the last Mishnah, we said that if a guy, you don't have to tell him, let's say, to put out your fire. So that is him, you know, taking care of a destructive action for you. So you're not, when he puts out the fire, he's putting out the fire. You're not having any benefit from his action. It's a residual. He put out the fire. If fire is burning in your house, okay, fine. Here, let's say a guy comes and turns on the light. So typical examples, let's say he comes into a room and turns on the light for himself, and it's totally fine. If he turns on the light for you, right, then it's a problem because you're now having, even though the mice was done by a guy, you're, you are having benefit from a, um, a Maisa Isser on chat. Well, not a Maisa Isser, but something that was done for you. The guy did something for you. So now it's going to be a problem. That's what the Mishnah says. Now, um, it's, Tysus and Bay explains what's the reason why, why it's usser to have, right? It's, it's a little funny, right? Because if the guy does it for himself, let's say he puts out the fire, then whatever, he put out the fire. But if he turns on the light, you're not really allowed to have a from the light. Unless he does it for himself, you could have residual hana. But if he does it for you, you can't. Tyson and Bay explains that the reason is because it's a chashash of Amir al-Nachri. Okay? And um, I heard this is, Tyson here brings just, you know, this is very, very lamaisa. For instance, that it's only a problem if, it's, if the guy did a, a malacha da raisa for you on Shabbos. But if it's a drabanan, since the whole thing is a gzera, because Amir al-Akam anyways, if it's a drabanan, then it depends. There's a kanas if the action was done, specific, the person this action was specifically done for. But for anybody else, then it would be okay. Very negea to let's say your mail comes on Shabbos. The mailman brings your mail on Shabbos. So now, if, and the mailman's not really bringing it for you, right? Because it's his job to do it. So he's not really bringing it for you. Yes, it has your name on the letter, but he's not really bringing it for you. He's bringing it so that he can get paid for his job. So then, according to um, some, I would say, ask your local Orthodox rabbi, according to some placekim, based on those hetarim, that's a, that's a perfect example of what we're talking about in our Mishnah, where the guy does a malacha, right? That durabanan, tchumen. He does it, it's for your benefit, but he's not really doing it for you. And we're makal in that case. But, for instance, if a guy walks into this room and turns on the light because he sees you trying to read something, it could be a problem um, to use that light. However, a lot of the um, paskin that you don't have to, let's say he comes into your house and turns on the light in your house, you don't have to leave your house because there's a light there. So, a lot of uh, questions. What's the whole concept of a Shabbos guy? Is that because the guy benefits being paid? So, no. I mean, the whole, that's, I, think, I think a lot of these are used. It's a little bit... Um, it's not really necessarily kifi halacha how these the Shabbos guys use. So if there's a tzairech rabim, derech ramiza, you know, let's say like in a shul where you don't have air conditioning, there's definitely more of a reason to uh, be moderate. But to simply just call on a guy to ask him to turn on the light, it's, I mean, even derech ramiza, it's still a problem. People do it, but I think it's still a problem. Okay, melee, there's a lot of things people do because they don't know. But yes, that, that's, that's an issue. Okay, Mile Mayim. 
Welcome, welcome back, Naftali. Now you can mute. Okay. If he fills up water to, okay, to, so the guy fills up water in his trough to, get, to you know, to, 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 so that his uh, animal can drink. Mashka achra Yisrael. So there's water left over. Yisrael can bring his behemoth there to drink. Then Bishvil Yisrael Asar. However, if the guy put the water in the trough in the first place, um, if the guy put the water in the first place for the Yisrael, then it's going to be Asar. If a guy makes a, you know, a ramp or a gangplank, let's say, to go down, then the Yisrael can go, the Yisrael can follow, right? Just because the guy made himself a ramp, there's no problem with the, with the Jew following him down the ramp that the guy made. However, if the guy makes it for the Yisrael, it's Aser. There's a story of Gamliel, they came... They came on a boat. We see Lomaisa that Rabbi Gamil used the ramp that the guy made. Okay. Usser for you for that Shabbos. Usser for you for that Shabbos. For the person he did it for, right? Because if the guy turns on light for me and then you walk into the room to get a safer, so he didn't turn it on for you. He turned it on for me, so I might not be able to, let's say, use the light. Again, the light's a weird one. But I might not be able to use the light, but you should certainly be able to use the light because he didn't turn it on for you. So not only just for that job, it's only for the person who is doing it for the benefit of, I believe. Okay, so Tzricha. So the Gemara wants to understand... Um, the Gemara wants to understand why I need three cases, right? We have uh, guy turns on the light. We have guy uh, excess water in the trough. Right, that you can uh, drink from, and then we have the guy making the kevish. So why do I need three cases? The yashmin on ner. So maybe uh, if I would have just said the case of ner, that if a guy lights a candle, I can use it. Right, the guy is not adding anything. He's lighting a candle. He's not adding anything for me at all. There's no way for him to add anything for me. If he needs the light, it doesn't matter. But when it comes to water in the trough, we should not allow you, maybe there was a half a minute to think that we would not allow you to have your, the Jew, to have his animal drink the leftover water from the guy because the guy knows this might happen and he knows he might add water because of the Jew, right? And why do I need the third case? That's a story. We always like a good story because that reinforces what the halacha is. So, Okay, that's how we explain the three cases. If a guy cuts grass to feed his animal, my So just so tell us the story of Kevesh. Kevesh. Yeah. Yeah, well, Kevesh is, well, I think, so I think, I hear you. I think that ner la'echa ner la'mea is a universal concept. So we wanted to say that case. Okay. Right? The pro- prototypical case of a guy doing something where he's not doing any, he's doing it for himself and you benefit, but there's nothing you get from it. That's a concept of ner la'echa ner la'mea. And you see, we're going to use that again. So I think the Mishnah wanted that case because that gives us the concept. Then we have the case of, um, then we have the case of, 
of, of, of Mayim, right? Where the guy is adding, and we're still, we're not Geyser. And then we bring the case of the story, Rabbi Gamliel, to tell you that that Lamaisa, that Rabbi Gamliel used it. There's a difference between... Yeah, t- Yeah, so so I, I hear you, right? That's I hear, I hear you, Kasha. I hear you. I think because the Gemara wanted the, the Mishnah wants the the that lighting a candle is not just a halachic ruling in this case. It's a concept, and we're going to use that more. So we definitely wanted to bring in that one as well. That's that's my answer. Your answer, but the Gemara doesn't say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tanar Abana. It could be that he could be Maisevit if he knows that more people are going to walk him down. Maybe he made it bigger. Yeah, but the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara doesn't say I'm saying that I think that he would make it stronger so that the Maisevit goes with the second case. Okay. He wants to say, uh, Sender, Naftali, Sender wants to say that the Kevesh is also could be a little like the second case. Although we're, I don't think we're going to say not like that in a second. But why, why would it be like the second case? Because maybe he's going to make a stronger ramp. But we're going to say not like that in a moment. Okay, let's go back there. Let's say a guy cuts grass to feed his animal. So he cuts a bunch of grass. He leaves a pile of grass on the field. The uh, guy feeds his animal. The Jew can feed his animal as well. However, if... If he does, he cuts the grass for the Yisrael. It's going to be awesome. Like the case we had in the Mishnah, Mashka Achor of Yisrael. Yisrael, Now, the Med Mamurim. By the way, huge caveat over here. What, when do we say that the Jew can benefit? She'ein Makiray, Makiray, That's if the guy does not know the Jew. If they're, but if they're good buddies, if they're next door neighbors, and the guy does it then we have to be chayshish that he's going to be adding for the Jew. So, any effect the Gemara really, so now we're asking another point. How, this any, we're asking, it's a technical question. How could you say that if a guy cuts grass and leaves it piled up, then the Jew can bring his animal there, and then the guy feeds his animal, there's still grass left over that the Jew could bring his animal there and eat from the leftover grass. That a person can bring his animal to eat on a grassy field, the grass is still attached, and the animal eats on its own. That's fine. But what he can't do is he can't, <clears throat> he can't walk his animal over to mukta, right, to grass that was cut for animal feed. That is mukta because it was only cut on Shabbos. It was not cut before Shabbos. And therefore, we have a problem over here that he cannot be maimed on the mukta, that I can't bring my animal to this cut grass. So how did you say that a Jew can have his animal eat from the leftover cut grass of a guy? So my answer is no, no, no. The Jew is not going on the mukta. The issue here is that the Jew would go on the mukta. And here, what happens is the Jew, kaim laba'apa means... He blocks the animal's way. The animal goes on its own. So he's not, the person's not leading. He's not walking on the muktzah. He's not going on the muktzah. He's not moving the muktzah. But he just leads his animal to that cut grass. Okay, that was a technical question. Amar Mar. Back to what we were saying. That we said that these haterim of using the leftover 
of the malacha that the guy did for himself, let's say the leftover water in the trough or the leftover grass, that is she'en makira. That is if the guy does not know the Jew. Abba makira, but if he knows him, aser. Frakti Gemara from our Mishnah, haragamlil makira hava. How could Rabbi Gamliel use the ramp? How could Rabbi Gamliel use the ramp that the guy made to get off the ship? Right? They, they knew him. They were just on the boat with him for, for weeks, maybe. Right? So they, they knew who he was. So Amar we have another, we have a hatter here. Shaloi b'fan of Hava. The only time Makira is a problem is if you're there. So I, I see you're here. I know you. Hey, I'll do you a favor too. But if Rabbi Gamliel was not, was not there, so they're getting ready to get off the boat, the guy makes a ramp. Okay? Rabbi Gamliel is nowhere to be found. Then Rabbi Gamliel shows up. He could use it because we can assume that when the guy... Wow. We could assume that when the guy, we could assume that when the guy makes it, um, that he's not doing it for the Jew since the Jew's not around, right? The guy would only do something for the Jew to show like, hey, I'm taking care of you. But if the Jew's not there, he's not going to do it. Rava Amar. No. Rava Amar. Afilu tema b'fanov. Even if Rav was there, so the guy knew Rabbi Gamliel, the guy who made the ram knew Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Gamliel was there. So now we have a heter, even on these chumras, okay, a few of the fun of ner that the ramp is a case of ner la'echa, right? And therefore, even though the guy knows it, right? So even if the guy wants to also benefit you, but he's doing it for himself, and he's not adding anything, because it's a case of ner la'echa, ner you can't add. I can't add to my, when I make a fire, I can't add to my fire, Right? Either I'm making the fire for me, or I'm not making it for me. But if I'm making it for me and you benefit, there's nothing I could do to add to that, to that fire. Mesve, we have a kash over here. Amar lehen Rami Gamliel. From a Bryce, Amar lehen Rami Gamliel. Hoyel v'shaloi b'faneinu asu nered boy. So we have a tesefta that says, since the ramp was made, shaloi b'faneinu. So we see that even if it's a case of ner l'echa, we see it's not a case of ner l'echa, ner l'mea. Because what they were saying was the reason why Rabbi Gamliel's friend said the reason why we can go down is the Chacham said the reason why we can go down on this ramp is because we shaloi b'faneinu. And we see that was the reason why we're allowed to use it not because ner l'echa, ner l'mea. So the Gemara says, no, change it, that the Sefta is wrong. Ema hoyel v'asohu nered by What they didn't say... They didn't say, Asahu shaloi b'faneinu. They said, Asahu, since the guy made it for themselves, it's like ner l'echa, ner l'mea, and that's how Rava would understand that case. Good? Toshima. So, we have a raya here from a b'raisa. Irshi she Yisrael. We're going to ask Akasha. Irshi Yisrael v'nachrim darm b'saychoi. So if you have a city where Jews and Gayim live together, v'hoyasabah merchatz, you have a bathhouse that is operational on Shabbos. If they're roiv goyim. So let's just talk, we had this before, but this is a rule. Let's say a merchatz open on Shabbos. You can't have, a Jew cannot have benefit from a malacha done for them on Shabbos. This is your question before, right? When it comes to cooking, then it might be asr la'olam, if it was done amazing. But in general, if there is, let's say a guy turns on, we'll go back to the guy turns on the light for you, guy turns on the light for you, maybe it's also to have Hana on Shabbos, but the second Shabbos is over, you're allowed to have Hana from, from it. Okay? So, but what's the din? Let's say, when, how long does one have to wait 
the, it's called the Chadesh Yasa. The amount of time it takes to do that malacha, that's how long you have to wait after Shabbos for it to be motor. So what we're saying is like this. In operational bathhouse. If of the city are nachrim, you're allowed to wash immediately because we're assuming that the bathhouse attendant lit the fire in the bathhouse, heated up the water for the, for the nachrim, right? But im roiv Yisrael, yamtim b'chideshi yachamu chamin. And if it's roiv Yisrael, then he has to wait until the amount of time it would take to heat up the water. Okay. And explains Rashi, just like ner le'echa, ner le'mea, chimum le'echa, chimum le'mea. So the bathhouse attendant... Maybe. But that's, we're not talking about going on Shabbos. We're talking about, are you allowed to use it immediately right after Shabbos? Or do you have to wait the amount of time it would take to heat up the water? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. So, all right. So, what are we saying? We have this concept of So that means heating it. Right? So too, why is it that if the ear is Rav Yisrael, we did it for the Gaim too, so why is it that if it's Rav Yisrael, that I have to wait the amount of time it would take to heat it up afterwards? So the Gemara answer is, Hasam. You know why? Because No, when the bathhouse attendant lights the fire to heat up the water, he's not heating it up 60-40, right? 40% for the guy, 60 for Yisrael. No, he looks at who the Rav are, and that's who he's heating it up for. So if it's Rav Jews, then we say he's doing the Malacha for the Jews, and if you do the Malacha for the Jews, then he has to wait. In order to use the bathhouse after Shabbos, he, have to, he has to wait the amount of time it would take to heat the water. Tashima, another Kashmir Brisa, Ner HaDoylek Let's say you have a candle lit in a party, Okay. Im roiv nachrim motor leishtamish loira. If it's roiv goyim, you're allowed to use the fire. Im roiv yisrael aser mechzal mechza aser. So we see another case over here. Lighting. This is perfectly a case of ner lecha ner lemeya, and yet we're saying that it depends on roiv. The Gemara answers also hasam nami ki madliki adaita deruva madliki. And when we light it, we light a das roiv. Shmuel itla lebe abin turin. Shmuel went to Abin Turin's house, Asahu Nachri. A guy came, Idlik Shraga. Okay, he lit a candle. So, uh, or Shmuel's in Abin Turi, whatever that is, it's a person's house or, or a place. Okay. Anyways, a guy comes, sit next to him, and he lights a candle. So, what does Shmuel do? Adrina Shmuel, Ape. Shmuel turns away. He doesn't want to have, he thought that the guy was lighting the candle for him. And he, he's not going to have Hana from a Maisa Nachri done to benefit him. Kivan the chazet, the icy star. All of a sudden, the guy comes, pulls out a document from his uh, pocket, vikakari, and he reads the document. Amar Shmuel said, "I died enough shehu the adlik." He lit the candle for himself. Adrinu ihu laape gabeshraga. So therefore, Shmuel used the candle as well. Okay, so this is a practical story that reaffirmed that in a case where the guy lit it for himself, we see two things: if the guy lit it for himself then you're allowed to have Hanah from the light. And we see that if the guy lit it for him, Shmuel held that you're not allowed to benefit from the light if, if it was lit for a Yisrael. Hadrin Allah kol kisve. Okay, so we're going to talk about the next parak over here. Uh, we're talking about kol kelim nitalan b'shabes. 
So we're talking about, we're going to talk about Kelm Shemalachta Le'iser. So if I have a Kli, let's say a hammer, right? It's a Malachta Le'iser. What am I, can I use it? How can I use it? We'll have to see all the details there. But first we start off, Kol HaKelem Nitalem B'Shabbos Vidal Saseim Imahem. That any Kelly that's, ta- that any Kelly is allowed, okay? Any Kelly that has doors, the Kelly is, if it's a Kelly that's mutter on Shabbos, the doors are mutter on Shabbos on their own as well, even though they don't have a use as of a, ke- of a Kelly. That's the Chedesh here. Normally, let's say when we talked about broken Shivrei, Shivrei, uh, Shivrei Hasaka, right? Let's say um, broken pieces shard, right? It has to have some sort of use, right? Say it broke on Shabbos. Shivrei Kelim, Noilad, right? Let's say, or Yantif, right? Can I take, if my chair broke, am I allowed to take the wood and use it to start a fire so that I can cook something on Yantif? So we say Shivrei Kelim are normally Usr, unless, right, we have a Machoikis, whether it has to have a purpose or does it have to have a purpose specific to its original status of a kli? That's a machoikis. But according to everybody, in order to use a shivrei kalim, broken piece of, something that broke on, on Shabbos, or on Yantif, it has to have some purpose of heter, some use on Shabbos, at least, at a minimum, maybe more. What we're saying, the chiddush of the Mishnah here, is that if a kali is allowed to be taken, and that kali has a door, then I could use that door, even if it has no purpose at all. Anyway, even though the door came off, because the door of a keli is not like the door of a house, the door of a house is not muchan. But what we're saying is that the door of a kli gets the status of the kli. If the kli is a kli that can be used on Shabbos, then the door of that keli can also be used on Shabbos. Noitel Adam Kornis, a person could take a hammer, to crack open nuts. Kordum is a hatchet. He can use a hatchet to cut a press cake of figs. Magira, he could take a saw, Lagarba to saw off a piece of cheese. Magrefa, he could take a shovel, right, to shovel to shovel out the figs. He has a bunch of dried figs, like in a barrel. He wants to grab some out, so he takes a shovel and he uh, Takes them out that way, okay? Es hareches is a winnowing shovel. So that's a shovel used for malacha in the field. Es hamazleg is a pitchfork. Lase is a love lakatan, to give food to the katan. Es hakush, so he's using kalim that have an alternate purpose, okay, for something that he needs, that he needs to do on Shabbos that he's allowed to do. Es hakush, a spindle, es hakarkar, is the, uh, I think it's a shuttle, the weaver's rod, Okay, it's the parts of the loom, okay, but they have sharp points. So you can use it to spare something. He wants to get a pickle out of the jar. He can take the spindle, right, and spear the pickle out of the jar and take it out that way. Machat shel yad, okay, a hand needle, is mutter to be used on Shabbos, to take out a splinter, and a needle of a sack maker, can be used to pick the lock. But he doesn't have the key, so we see these are kalim that have, are, are generally used for a purpose, um, that are generally used for a different purpose. And we're saying, at least we seem to be saying, that you're allowed to use them for a, a hetero purpose on Shabbos. So first thing I want to understand, Zakta Gemara, kalim, tell them, is parku b'Shabbos. 
So the Gemara is just, we're trying to figure out the Lushan over here. It's a very weird Lushan. It says, any Caleb, call Caleb, Nitalim Bashabas, Vidal's the same man, Afopishan is Parko Bashabas. That any Caleb, if you have a, a box that has a door, that Caleb, if it's allowed to be used on Shabbos, the door can be used on Shabbos, even though the door came off on Shabbos. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand, it doesn't make any sense, it's backwards. Call Caleb, Nitalim Afopishan is Parko Bashabas, but let me buy a Bechol. Even if it came off on Chol, Adarabah, right? Which one makes more sense? If my, my box, right, my locker that had a door on it, okay, my box with a door, if it got separated before Shabbos, then there's more of a reason to say the door is Muktzah. If it got separated on Shabbos, at least it went into Shabbos as one cleat. So I understand why the door's allowed. So the is asking that. What are you talking about? There's more of a reason to say that the door of a keli should be allowed if it went into Shabbos as a full kli with a door, and then the door came off on Shabbos, it should be muhan agavavian because of the fact that it was part of the of keli that should be taken, so too this door, even though it doesn't have a purpose as a kli on its own, but since it went into Shabbos as, with the status of a door of a mutter kli, then I understand why on Shabbos. The hall ain't muhan agavavian so what is the Lashon of the Mishnah saying? It's backwards. So the Gemara says, You're right. You have to switch around the words a little. Even though the doors came off during the week and it went into Shabbos, this keli went into Shabbos without the door. But if it's the door that shayach to this keli, then we'll say that the door is allowed to be used on Shabbos as well. Nitalin b'Shabbos, and for sure, if it came off, if it went into Shabbos, this keli went into Shabbos with a door, and the door got, uh, you know, dislocated on Shabbos, then of course, it fell off on Shabbos, then of course, the door will be allowed. Tanarabana. Delas, we have a brysa. Delas, Shalshida, Shalteva, Shalmigdal. So Shida, Teva, Migdal are types of boxes. They're kalim. So the door of a box, a chest, right? Or a, another type of chest. Noitlin, Okay, aval loy machzirin. You can, um, <clears throat> you can take off the door, right? So these these uh, kalim, they have a door. You can take off the door, but you cannot put the door back. Vishalol shall turn However, if you had a chicken coop that had a door, loy no You're not allowed to take the door off, and you're not allowed to put the door back on. So we're trying to understand what the difference is between a box and a chicken coop. Bishlama shel lul shel tarnagonim. I understand the chicken coop. Kasavar kivin the mechabri ba'ara. It's mechobar lekarka. So the door, when you put take off and put on the door, is not just a question of a door. Now you have a problem of binyan, of building. So the mechabri ba'ara, they're connected to the ground. Yesh binyan bekarka, yesh stira bekarka. So it's there's binyan and stira, right? There's an iser malacha, uh, uh, an av on Shabbos to build and to uh, deconstruct. Right? To demolition. So doing either of those to demolish. Either one of those, that's going to be a problem. Taking off the door, putting on the door, that I understand. What's going on with the door? Again, what did we say with the door of these kalim? You're allowed to take the door of a keli off. You're not allowed to put it on. Now, So they should go hand in hand. If there's binyan in Kalim, and that's why you're not allowed to put the door back on, because it's like you're rebuilding something, so then there's a problem of stira. You shouldn't be able to take the door off either. 
The ain't steer the kalim, and if there's no problem of steer and kalim at all, then ain't binyan the kalim. The Gemara is saying they go hand in hand. It should work either it's binyan and, and then stira, or it's not. And if it's not, then you should be able to put the door back on just like you were able to take it off. So What are we talking about over here? It's saying that if it came off, okay, if it came off, then you cannot put it back on. Why can't you put it back on? So you, you're not allowed to take it off either. But what we're saying is if it fell off, you're not allowed to put it back on because Abayah wants to say, yesh binyin b'kelem. There's a problem of building when it comes to kelem. Amrle Rava, I got two problems over here. Shtei Chavda, didn't know It didn't say if it came off. It said one may take the door off. Problem number one. My avaloi I don't understand that. But I'm probably Okay. So it says, would tell you this is allowed, but this is not allowed. Right? So if you're saying we're talking about something that fell off, then you wouldn't use a lushan of, but this is not allowed. Right? If they fell off, you didn't do anything. So Elamai must be that 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 Abai is wrong. Really, how are we to explain this, Brisa? Ain't binyan bekalim. They ain't stira bekalim. There's no such thing as binyan or stira when it comes to kalim. The gezera shema yiska. Our concern here is a gezera that you might go ahead and reattach the door in a way that is stronger than it was initially, and essentially it's makabapatish. You're now making a better form of a cleat. You might come to reattach in a way that it is makabapatish, you've completed the cleat. Okay. Now let's just do one more over here. So we're going into the second case of the Mishnah. We said, right, somewhat of a Negea case, that if a person, the Mishnah said a person can take a hammer, a, uh, right, a, a hammer, and he could smash, use it to smash open and go to his tool closet, Take a hammer, use it to smash open a nut, right? So you guys remove the shell. Amar Rav Yehuda, Kornish shall agoizen, liftsayah behemis agoizen, avol shanafachem loy, not like I just said, that in order, that what kind of hammer can you use to, uh, to crack open a nut on Shabbos? Only a nut cracking hammer, but a tool cabinet hammer, a blacksmith's hammer, you cannot use. Why? Kasavar, davar shemalachta le'isser, that something that is a, a, a tool that is even for it's to repurpose that hammer and to use it in an oifen heter on Shabbos in a mutter dick away is not okay. So even right. So if you had a nut cracking hammer, everybody would hold. That's fine. We've had this before on the other extreme. If you have, let's say, a tool that the Uman would never let you use for another purpose. It was a very sensitive tool to their trade, right? If you tried to go to a major leaguer and borrow his baseball bat to crack a nut, he'd look at you like, out of your mind. What do you mean? <laughs> that bat helps me earn $20 million a year. Are you crazy? You're not using that to open a nut, right? But here we're talking about something in between where it's a hammer that's really a blacksmith hammer. He's not that mockbit on it. And therefore, we want to know, can I repurpose that hammer to crack open nuts on Shabbos? So Rabbi Yehuda says, no. 
Amar le Rabba, Rabba is going to argue. He's going to say no. El meata seifo de katani ves hareches ves ham ves ham ham hamalgas lusses to love the katan that to repurpose a winnowing shovel or a pitchfork. Right. It, the way Rabba explained the case was. When we said a hammer, we only meant a special nut hammer. I could use a nut hammer to crack open a nut. It was never a klisha malach iser. It was always a keli that was meant to be used in an hatter because I'm always using it to prepare food. But if it was what's called the klisha malach iser, a blacksmith hammer, it would be usher. Comes on Rabbi and says, okay, that's how you want to explain the mission. I got a problem here. Because tell me, reches umalgaz mimiach dile the katan? Nobody ever uses... So I understand you want to say there's a blacksmith's hammer and a nutcracking hammer, and now we can have an argument over which hammer the mission is talking about. But nobody ever feeds their katan with a winnowing shovel or a pitchfork. They don't have any baby pitchforks. Okay? So, Elamai must be talking about a winnowing shovel or a, or a pitchfork from the field. Okay? And yet we see that no... That you can repurpose a klisha malachte le'iser to use as a knife and hetter. Ela amaraba kornish shall nefachim. We're talking about a blacksmith's hammer lefatzeya bais hagoyzim to to crack open nuts because kasavar davar shemalachte le'iser something that is a malacha a tool that's used for a malachas iser litzerech gufoi motor it to be used to be repurposed litzerech gufoi means to be repurposed. To be repurposed for a, 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 a malacha that is allowed is mutter on Shabbos. And that's how he's going to explain the Mishnah. Okay. Send this out. Okay, let's just ner shehidlik ner la'atzma. We said right. I'm sorry. A guy that lit a candle for himself, it's mutter for Yisrael to use the light. That's what we started. We also said if he furls up a trough of water, then the Jew can have his 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 um his animal drink afterwards. Okay, even though it's not like a ner by ner, we could say ner lech ner lamea. There is there could be you could have thought that there's a chashash. He might come. The guy might come to add water for the Jew. We said it's still not a problem, and then we said v'chein keves the ma'aseh of Beis Rambam uh, that was coming off the ship, and they used the ramp that a guy built. So we said number one, we brought up a case that was similar to the filling the trough. If a nachri uh, cut grass, right, he picked grass, um, then a Jew, right, for his animal to feed his animal, the Jew can bring his animal afterwards. We said im makirai aser. Okay, we said that one of these reasons. We said that yes, the. Jew can have his animal drink water that the guy poured for his own animal, but only if the guy does not recognize it. Okay? And then the Gemara asked on that, well, what do you mean? The Nachri, the case of the Kevish, case of the ramp, they knew Rabbi Gamliel, they were on this, just on the ship with him. So Abai comes along with another, a heter off of that Chumrah, saying that if, if it's Shalai Bafanov, it's also going to be okay. 
And Rava says, that the case of Keves was and therefore, even, what we see here is Rava holds that even if the Jew is right in front of the guy and the guy knows him well, we're still, in a case of we'll still say um, that you could use it, there's no problem, right? Because he's doing it completely for himself. But what we do see is that if the guy does it for you, so if he, I'm sorry, if he does it for himself, if it's something that requires, in order for you to use it, requires additional work on his part, then the only way that you could use it is either if he doesn't know you and you're right there, or if you're right there, um, if, if you're not there, even if he does know you. Okay, and then we have the story, uh, we have to say that, um, uh, we have to say that, that uh, you have to, right, we had a kasha, right? Because it said, so we see that it's not, uh, right? We asked the Kasha on Rava based on that. We said it's not. We have to change the Tesefta over there to say, so since he made it already, okay, it's like a case of Nerlech and And then we had, again, two Rias we tried to bring from a Bryson, not like Rava, in regards to the bathhouse and uh, the Nerim Mesiba. And we said that when a guy does something based on Rav, he's not doing it for Jews and for for Gaim, he's doing it based on the Rav, and therefore, if it's, let's say, 60% Jews, then we'll say that it's like he did the Misa completely for Jews. And we have the story of Shmuel with the candle, um, where the guy came to sit next, next to him, and Shmuel refused to use the light of the candle until the guy picked, picked a, a contract out of his pocket and started reading it, and that Shmuel realized that he, he turned the light on, the guy had turned the light on for himself on his own. Then we got into the case of Caleb, we said, Kol Caleb Litalin, that any Caleb you're allowed to take, you're allowed to take its doors, uh, its doors are allowed to be, uh, you know, are not muktzah. They're allowed to mutal ataltam indal selsham b'shabes. Then we had Tanar Abana, we had a brisa. We said, we wanted to understand, we said, delis shalshita tevil migdal, you can take the, the doors off, but you may not put them back on. When it came to the, the, the lul, the tanagolam, we understood that that was mechobar lakarka. So that was a real binyan and stira issue. We had, we, we couldn't understand um, if there's, because Binyan and Stira should go hand in hand. So if you hold Binyan Bekalim, that there's a concept of Binyan when it comes to Kalim, then you shouldn't be able to take the doors off either. And if you don't know about the Bekalim, then you should be able to put them back on. So we said, really, there is no Binyan Bekalim, but, right, we allowed you, we did not allow you to put the doors back on because it's a Chashash of Machabapatish. You might come to reconnect it in a stronger way that actually completes the Kli. Now you're going to be hired for making a Kli on Chavez. And then we said the next part of the Mishnah, we brought, uh, it said, Neitel Adam Kornis Egoizim. We said that a person can take a hammer to crack open nuts. Rabbi Yehuda wanted to say that it's only a nut cracking hammer, but a blacksmith's hammer, a tool, a hammer from your toolbox, you're not able to take, right? Because he holds Klisha even Gufai is going to be Usr. We asked the Kash on that because I understand that you can have a nut cracking hammer, okay, and a blacksmith's hammer, but nobody has, when it comes to the next case, of a winnowing shovel and pitchfork, nobody has a dedicated uh, winnowing shovel and pitchfork to feed their baby baby food. Okay, that must have come, must be from the farm, custom farm equipment. And therefore, Rabbah held, holds that even Shalnafachim, he holds that you can be metatal tzarach kufo, you can repurpose a kli in an oifen hacker on Shabbos.